0: The Silicon Valley bank bailout has many people wondering if this is the start of more economic downturn for the US. But how did this bank collapse? And was there anything that could have been done to prevent this? The government is, of course, taking measures to reimburse depositors for the money they lost in the collapse, but will the government be able to do this if it happens again? And what are the odds that it does happen again? Lastly, what does this mean for the US economy? If you're feeling a little overwhelmed by this whole thing, I completely understand. Here's everything you need to know about the Silicon Valley bank collapse. Hello, and welcome back to the pod, or if you're new, welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah, and today I'll be taking you through the fallout from the Silicon Valley bank collapse. Just for reference, I will be referring to the Silicon Valley Bank as SVB throughout the episode just for conciseness. The SVB was the United States' 16th largest commercial bank before it collapsed less than two weeks ago. According to CNN, this was the largest bank collapse since the global financial crisis, which started around 2007. Now, bank failures are probably not quite as uncommon as you would think. In fact, according to Bankrate, 513 banks have failed since 2009 alone. Of course, this number is a bit high due to the poor economic state that the US was in around the start of this period, but nonetheless, it is still useful for providing a bit of context. In 2020 alone, we had four bank failures. The SVB bank failure, however, is much different from any of these bank collapses due to how large the bank was. Like I said earlier, it was the 16th largest bank in the U.S. Many of SVB's clients were tech startups, and the company also had operations across the world in countries like China, Canada, and the U.K. The bank had actually been doing quite well in recent years as well, with the pandemic allowing many tech companies to thrive. So why the sudden failure? Well. There are a few culprits. The collapse of the SVB was quite sudden and happened after clients performed a bank run. If you're not sure what a bank run is, it is essentially when multiple depositors quickly withdraw all of their money from the bank because they fear it may fail, thus in turn actually causing the bank to fail. So then the question becomes one of why the clients of SEV thought that their bank was going to fail. To first understand this, we have to first understand how a bank actually works. It isn't as simple as them just holding on to your money. In fact, banks actually invest a portion of your money in various things ranging from loans to government bonds. Thus, banks have the opportunity to make money, but can also lose that money. It also means that banks do not always have 100% of your money on hand. Banks, of course, keep enough money on hand to run day-to-day and make sure that people actually do have access to their money. But when a bank run occurs and everyone wants all of their money at once, the bank is in trouble. Especially if their investments haven't been doing well. So, you may be wondering, what was the SVB investing in? Well, a few years back, when interest rates were extremely low, many banks invested billions of dollars into U.S. government bonds, which are generally considered to be one of the safest investments you can make. SVB was no exception to this. However, these investments soon became rather unsafe as the Fed has been aggressively hiking interest rates in an attempt to combat inflation. When inflation rates go up, bond prices notoriously fall. Thus, as bond prices fell, SVB's bond portfolio started to drastically fall in value as well. While this isn't a good thing, it didn't necessarily mean that the SVB was going to fail. Like most investments, if you hang on to them long enough, they will eventually go back up. Thus, if SVB would have been able to hold on to these bonds for a few more years, their bond portfolio likely would have recovered just fine. But with the economy in the state that it is, the SVB depositors were getting a bit concerned. Thus, many of these large tech companies began withdrawing their money from the bank. However, SVB did not have enough cash on hand to give out to all of its clients because its bonds weren't doing very well, and thus began to sell some of its bonds very cheaply, alarming its clients and investors even more. Just two days after announcing that it had sold some of its assets, the bank completely collapsed. So what happens to the people who had their money stored at SVB? The largest concern here is that companies who had their money stored at SVB won't be able to pay their employees, which could further hurt the economy even more. The FDIC already insures up to $250,000 automatically, but it has been decided that they will be covering all of the money that depositors lost. This money, however, will not be coming from taxpayers. You see, banks have this insurance fund called the Deposit Insurance Fund, also known as the DBF, that they all put money into in case something like this does happen. This fund will be enough to cover the depositors of both SVB and Signature Bank after both of their collapses a week or so ago. However, this will leave the DBF fund rather depleted, considering that many of the clients of SVB had quite a bit of money in their accounts. I mean, there was a lot of big tech companies here. Also, with companies not being able to access their money immediately, it means that they may not be able to pay their employees on time. But, like I said, they're still going to be getting their money back in full extremely soon. So, is this a sign that more banks are going to be collapsing in the future? And should you be concerned about your own bank? I think it is important to note that the government and the FDIC were extremely quick take control of this situation and did their best to stabilize it by guaranteeing the money of the depositors, even all of that over $250,000. This also was not a bank bailout by the government, and President Joe Biden has made that extremely clear. There was no taxpayer money involved in this whatsoever. But if more banks continue to fail, then something like this may have to be discussed. While I think that concerns that we are on the brink of a banking crisis are valid, I think there are also many things that point away from this. First off, many clients of SVB were large tech companies, which have already been facing major layoffs for the past few months. This likely won't affect any other bank the same way it did SVB. Secondly, there are many more buffers that have been put in place since the global financial crisis that are meant to help prevent these types of things. I think for now, it is important to not jump to any sort of conclusions about it, and certainly do not run your own bank and pull all of your money out. This only makes things worse, and like I said earlier, the FDIC insures up to $250,000 of your money anyways. In other news this week, I just have to touch on this real quick because this is... Honestly, insane. Former President Donald Trump has implied that he thinks it is likely that he will be arrested on Tuesday of this week. So, if you're watching this on the day that comes out, that would be tomorrow. Through his social media app, Truth Social, he has asked his supporters to protest the move if he is to get arrested. This is likely all in connection to the case against him paying hush money to adult film star Stormy Daniels, something that Trump faced a lot of scrutiny for during his time as president. Trump did not say why he thought he was going to be arrested, but this is likely why. This could be huge and is definitely something that you will want to be keeping an eye on this week. Alright guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope this was at least a little bit helpful and maybe helped to ease a little bit of your fear about the economy and the banks because I know everything is a little bit crazy right now. I hope you all have a really great week and I will see you next Monday. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Rundown. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please consider rating us uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps a ton. Also, if you would like to learn a little bit more about the topics this week, check out the sources linked in the description of this podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Roo, and I will see you guys next week.